Welcome, everybody, to the latest episode of the John G. Rells podcast. I, of course, am John G. of JohnGSP.com. And with me, as always, who else but Tommy Els? Very good. See, now you're really getting it. Now you're in a groove. Now you're in a groove. You're feeling it. I am feeling it. You're feeling it. It's going Feels to be good. good. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> Steve Harvey. Oh, I thought it was Steve Harvey right here. No, with no. That was, that was John Robleski doing Steve Harvey. No, that was Tommy Ellis doing John Robleski. Yes, yes, yes. It really is about four times removed at this point. So uh, how are you there, my friend? <laughs> I'm good, man. It's uh, I'm good. How are you? Yeah. I'm I'm good. Uh, we're gonna just dive into to, to a few things here today and get this show started. Um, it's a lot's happened recently. We've been doing some uh, interviews, and uh, we haven't really got to talk about like what's been going on with you and I. And um, we, uh, I came into, uh, I was very fortunate. My uh, my personal training clients are from time to time they will be very generous to me and surprise me with this and that. And I had one who had gone to the uh, Allstate Arena to see a show. And while he was there, realized that Monday Night Raw was going to be there. He was there on a Saturday and that Raw was going to be there on that following Monday, knowing, of course, my affinity for pro wrestling. He uh, took it upon himself to just go ahead and grab two tickets and uh sent them to me you know via email and said hey man you know if you're up for going to raw you should go i assumed that he was going to go with me and he was like oh no man i got work man he's like you just grab whoever and you know go ahead and go see the show so you know i did i did take stock of the generosity of john robleski who has taken me to many events <laughs> uh on on his uh press credentials and his company's dime and uh i decided that i would uh i would try to return a small bit of that favor and bring him along as well and uh we went to monday night raw like two you know i before. thought you had just gotten down to the w's i thought everyone had shot you down a through uh, no, you, know, you were my you were the first you were my first choice. Uh, and then after you, I was looking at Cameron, and then uh, you know, I had a few other people on the list, but you have brought me well, out. Don't tell a, Cameron that she's a wrestler, she's gonna hurt me. I'm old, she's she's already aware because when I because I because I talked wow. to you, but then I called her and I was like, Look, now this is contingent upon whether or not John G can go, but if for some reason he can't. The ticket's yours. And so now apparently there was a rumor that uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey were going to potentially uh, be making an appearance at the freelance school that Monday night. So she kind of was a little weary about risking missing out on that to go to Raw, which oh, given, given the option, I would have gone to practice as well. Yeah. Uh, you can see Raw anytime. So anyway... So John and I went out and we uh, we decided to go to Raw. But before we went to Raw, we made another stop on the ever ever present, ever going taco salad tour, looking for the best taco salad. Now John had found a place uh, a while back, and and uh, he um, 
got us over there. What was the name of the place? It's Maria's. It's one of my go-to spots in, in Rosemont. It's about a block south or a couple blocks south of the Rosemont Convention Center on River Road there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, uh, so we, we, we went there and we, uh, we ordered the taco salads. Uh, John got his chicken taco salad and uh, I got the, the, the beef one um john if you would give us your your review of the chicken taco salad there well first i'll start off with you ordered a coke and got a coke in a can which previously was not possible so that opens up a lot of possibilities for me and i was excited about that but i had already gone to water at that point but more more pertinent to the the i I got a diet coke just to be just well clear it's a a coca-cola product yes yes Now, the salad that, uh, when, when it came, my first thought was, this is really big, the, in a good way, not like overly big, really big. Uh, the shell looked good. It looked hearty, not just a flaky thing. It looked robust, uh, looked a lot of stuff in there. It had, uh, your, you know, your basically your chicken, your cheese, your tomatoes, more than one slice of tomato. And um, was it carpet or was it car- compartmentalized or was it? Uh, uh, mixed together as you as you like it. I, I can't remember. I think it was. It was car- It was compartmentalized. Yeah, I, was was. Say, I think it was car- or compartmentalized. I know, like neither of us can say it right now, but it's exactly. compartmentalized. Yes, but it wasn't as bad. Maybe it was. Uh, maybe they were sloppy with their compartments, but it wasn't as bad as the others were. The others kind of just felt like here's some cheese, here's some of this. I will interject real quick. I will say one of the things. Okay, so you you mentioned the shell. The shell was like one of the first things that lit my eyes up. The shell looked solid. It looked it looked crisp. It didn't look too crisp. It looked just right. It was the right color. And on top of it, and I loved this. This is a practice I think should be done across the board in any taco salad situation. They had the taco salad seated inside of like a big ceramic bowl, so no matter what this whole thing still even though you can eat the the shell the bowl of a shell you it still is falling within this thing which makes it easier to scoop up and eat the entire thing as i like to devour every last bit of the taco salad so i was a huge fan of that just on its own go ahead but would that would that affect the aesthetics or the the pureness of the taco salad or don't you care i don't care only because the shell would clearly hold up on its own regardless now if this was just some soggy ass shell that that would not hold up and they were like falling back on on that that would be different because that's a weak play and that's yeah. and that's that's just showing that you can't make a good shell but this was a solid shell inside of something that realistically should keep the thing warmer on top of it too. So, um, so no, I was, I was a fan. I was all about that when I saw it, but you got the chicken. What did you think? I, I really enjoyed it. My only, my only minor complaint would be, um, and I've learned this from you because I usually don't like a whole lot of spices. Um, people make fun of my, the fact that I eat flavorless food, although I love garlic. But anyway, um, I, I thought it could have used a little more seasoning, the, the chicken part especially, because as you said, a taco salad should have some sort of Mexican seasoning. Yeah. Um, yeah. But other than that, I really had no complaint about it. I thought it was, it was very good. I, the shell wasn't quite 
as good as I thought it would be. It was a little flakier upon eating than I thought that it looked originally. I, I like a nice crisp shell, almost like 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 a. Dorito. It wasn't it wasn't super solid, but it was still it was still as far as my needs go. I I felt good about the shell. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Overall, um, it probably was the, pro it probably was the best chicken salad I've had in our, our little excursions. So, my my complaint about it was. Uh, and I, I feel like you didn't have to quite deal with this as much on account of the fact that the chicken was the primary uh, meat in the whole thing. So I get mine with ground beef, but, you know, they they throw in like so it's a, it's it, they're going for like Mexican authenticity. And again, this is not a Mexican dish. This is an American concept that we came up with here. So. Um, you know, you throw like refried beans in there and then guacamole and then, you know, unflavored or unseasoned beef, I should say, you know, and it just becomes a big slop in there, you know, even with the lettuce and tomatoes and all that stuff. It's just, you know, it just kind of just becomes this big bowl of just mush. Um, and that's what I found now with chicken, you can't really get you can't get in and there's there's still some thickness and density to the chicken it never becomes full mush you know but ground beef can easily mix in with the rest of all that stuff and it just becomes this weird you know pasty you know semi-textured soup that you're having and that was where it lost me it when i when it first sat down at the table and i looked at it I was very excited, if you recall. I saw it and I was like, "This, this looks extremely promising." Uh, the shell was a big, uh, big sell for me, but at the same time, once we got into it, I just was like, "Nah," you know. It was like, "Yeah, the shell's great. I like the bowl thing," you know. But uh, and then again, the cheese. Here's here's the thing: a lot of these Mexican places are using like this. You know, they use like a you know a three cheese blend type of thing. You know, and it's stringy you know, finely shredded cheese and stuff. As far as I'm concerned, chili and taco salads should both have rustic cut size cheese. It should be big, thick strips of cheese in there. So, you know, it, it, like I like a hearty taco salad, you know? I like something that you really got to chew into, you know, no matter what bite you're taking, whether you're taking it with the shell and some beef, or you're just having some beef and lettuce and tomato, you should have to you should have to chew it. You should have to chomp into it and you should have to chew it. And I wasn't getting that. This was like I could slurp this, you know, and it's like that's that's no good. That's no good. So I don't know if I agree about the cheese part though, because I agree it should be the, the cheddar. I have no problem with that. It should be sharp cheddar. Because when you when you do the three cheese blend, it kind of blurs. Um but I, I like the the shredded cheese because, as you know, it can I like be a, shredded. Like it can be just regular shredded cheese. It doesn't have to be the the thick rustic cut. That's a personal preference of mine. But at the very least, I do believe sharp cheddar is really the cheese that's called for yeah, a taco I agree. salad. So shredded sharp cheddar at, at the very least is what's called for. So, but um, it, it, when you say that, sorry, you, you reminded me though. My other minor complaint was, and you disagreed with me on it though. I would have, I preferred the the like shredded chicken versus the uh, like pieces of grilled chicken. Yeah, only see, because like, I could 
I could sparse it out better. I guess. I mean, some as someone who doesn't really eat the chicken version of it, I may not be qualified to make that the determination. I just speculate that me personally, I would like having the big piece of chicken in there too. Well, what kind of beef do you like? Do you like shredded beef or do you like like strips of grilled meat? Wouldn't it be the same concept? Well, um, it's it's a matter of density. Um, the ground beef works fine if you have great great sums of it. So if you've got great sums of it, you get a good chomp into it when you when you chew down on it. Now, if for some reason you're going to be sparse on the meat, then yeah, perhaps strips of something. I mean, because you could make a taco salad with like strips of steak, you know. So, yeah, but if, if if you're sparse on the meat and you have strips, then you're going to have lots of forkfuls of just the salad with no meat. Now, granted, when you do get a piece of meat, it's going to be a nice chunk and you're going to, you know, as you say, chomp into it. But more than half the time, you're going to end up just not having any meat on your forkful. No, and I think I think you're starting to delve into forces that you cannot understand. So I think we should. You know, I'm trying to get into this whole taco cell thing and, and leave this and connect be, but, with you on some level. But so I, I think the bottom line here is is that you you of all the places we've been to so far, you do feel like that's the best one you've had so far as far as chicken taco salads go. Yeah, I would have to say so. Um, You're gonna put that number one. Yeah, because I didn't. I've never had the the place. Uh, that's now closed. I've never had their taco salad. Northside, yeah. Yeah, I never had theirs. So, I, you know, obviously I can't speak on it. You had opportunities. You passed up on them, so. Yeah, but I, what I, I had a turkey burger or something there. Yeah, well, they had a good, I bet you, I'll bet you a million bucks that turkey burger was good. It was, totally. Yeah. They made good food there, Northside. Yeah, but so, in all fairness, Maria's, I love Maria's uh, across the board on their other food. I probably um, I, I probably wouldn't order the taco salad again, even though it was one of the best, probably the best one we've had. I here's what I'll say: I wouldn't order the taco salad again, but I still have faith that that place can make some other good Mexican dishes. I mean, they certainly they I I have again I I don't hold it against a Mexican place that doesn't make a decent taco salad because it's really not a Mexican dish, but. Um, they certainly seem capable with everything else that I saw on the menu. I'm sure that they probably make. So I, I, I do not hold any, I, I do not begrudge them uh, as an establishment by any means. Well, uh, I do a little bit. If, I mean, if it's on the menu, <laughs> well, no, if it's on the menu, if it's on the menu, I expect it to be, you can't just say, well, we're, you know. Oh, that's true. That's true. You should have some accountability. If you're going to put it on the menu, you got to figure that you must have something worthwhile. But I mean, it's still, that, it, it still comes down to a matter of taste. You know, like what I consider to we're be. We're right. What I, what I, what I consider to be a good taco sale, it is not necessarily what others might do. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking for my perfect taco sale. And I can't say that when I find it, that it's going to be a universal thing where everybody, you know, whoever tries it's going to say, absolutely, they were right. And the quest was righteous because they found the ultimate taco salad. No, I'm finding the ultimate taco salad for myself. So I, I, I can't, I can't begrudge other people for their, for their different tastes than mine. You know, I don't like pickles. Oh, but this is why we're you know, some people the, do, the you know, 
This is why we're explaining the reasons. We didn't just say, yeah, I give it a four out of five and then move on. Yeah, no, I, I mean, like, I try to explain to people what I'm looking for, but that may, again, it's, I'm just saying it's not necessarily what everybody's looking for. Now, uh, our, a good friend of ours, a former uh, uh, guest on the show, uh, Vincent Freitag, has, has extended his uh, uh, interest in joining us on a taco salad uh, expedition. Now, my suggestion is that you, he, and I go to the Glen Oak Cafe here in Glen Elm. Now, you and I did go there before and sample their taco salad. I have had a taco salad since then, and the one you and I had, I agree, was subpar for sure. That was the one when we did the walk, right? We went for a walk. Yes, we and did a the, hike. The, we, we did a hike. Very soggy. And then we got a very soggy okay. taco salad. Okay. And neither neither one of us were happy with it. Okay. Right. Now, I had been there since and had a better taco salad. So I, I and, and as far as I'm concerned right now, that is the number one runner as far as my list goes. Now, okay. I, I think that if you and I and Vince go together, you know, it can be sort of a tiebreaker then because I, uh, if they serve me the same taco salad they did last time, then I'll be interested to hear what both of you say about it. And then being a few minutes away after our taco salad, we can all come back to my place and we'll uh, do the next episode and we can talk about it. But uh now, the only problem I have with that, you know I have to have a problem with that. The only problem I have is the OCD in me says, if we go there for this, my second time, your third time, and we give them a second chance, why aren't we being fair and giving everybody a second chance? Because we have no reason to expect that anything has changed. The only reason we have a reason to expect that something might have changed is because the, it was the happenstance of me having gone and gotten one on my own, on my own time there. So I'm not going to go back to every single place we've been to and go for a second round. The only so why did you go back? Why did you order when you? Why did you order it again, knowing that the first time was bad? Did you have high hopes that it would be much better? I really don't know what the answer to that is. I don't know why I decided to get a taco sale the day that I did. But for whatever reason, I got it, and it was not what we had before. Okay. It was a completely – I mean, maybe there was a different chef on, on staff that day or something. I don't know. But it was it was a different story. So I think try. So I think we go back. We go another try. I'd like for you to have a second try. I know Vince wants to get in on it. So we'll we'll get into that. So – this is catching on, man. Now we got now we got one person in. This is going to be big. This is the start, right? So, Taco salad, tour shirts, groupies. Hey, I want people. To, I hope people start sending us Taco salads or sending us recommendations for places to go get Taco salads in the Chicago area. And you know, hey, we're not above accepting uh, invitations from restaurants who want to prove that their taco salad is the best. Hell yeah! I mean, if you think you got a good, if you got a restaurant or an establishment that makes taco salads, and you think you got something to prove, then by all means, we will be happy to come out and and give you our fair and honest review of it. You know, it's our opinion, but that's all we can. That's all we can promise. 
So we finish our taco sales. We go out to the parking lot. I check my phone. I just want to make sure we got the tickets. We're good. Everything looks all right. Now, oh, John, no. now John, having been a, a, a pretty you know regular around this particular area of town in Rosemont, as most of the conventions and what have you are, are held there, you know, I, I, he said, he said, you know, like, just follow me. We'll go to the, uh, we'll go to the Allstate, you know, and, and go park and, and go see the show now. I'm like, right on. And he's like, don't worry. I won't lose you or nothing. All right, fine. So we get out there and, you know, I'd say the average speed limit was between like 35, 40 miles an hour. You know, this guy is cranking along at like 55 miles an hour. No. Blowing no, to, no. Blow, you no no you were it was 55 because i had to get up to that to catch up to you that's how i know it was you were 55 and a 40 you were 55 and a 40. i was i and injected it no it's bullshit it's bullshit you were 55 and a 40 and i was chasing after your ass i had to blow through a yellow light to keep up with you oh and, come and, on and and then and then like you know you know like and here's the thing we had like at least 45 minutes before the show was going to start so it's not like we were in any way shape or form in a hurry to get to this thing but this guy oh no but we had along like like you know the the like the police of hazard county are after him or something like that you know like this guy's like you know jumping jumping lots and you know i mean like he's well, okay you know, first of all so I then we get, so then we I get to the all state but let me finish here let me finish so we get to the all-state and then this guy's like well we're sitting in line aren't you glad we got here early so we could sit in line and everything you know and i'm like i don't know man i think we would have sat in line either way you know but i mean like i was just man. like it was it was like it was like fast and furious with john g it was like this guy cannot you know this talk about a lead foot i had no idea what a what a racehorse this guy was until we got out let there. the record show i have not had a speeding ticket since 1990 okay well i didn't get my license until 96 yeah I've gotten button lip i've gotten maybe three speeding tickets and that was like on the highway going to like st louis or something like that doing like a hundred you know but uh but still i mean like we were not in a big hurry and you made a point of saying like don't worry like i won't lose you or anything did like i lose that. you no because i i floored it to keep up with your ass you know your honor I'm make him answer the question did i lose you no, yes or you, no? You did not lose me. You did not lose. That's me. enough. No further questions, Your Honor. No, that doesn't that doesn't prove the case. I'll, I'll you know, look, I, I have nothing more to say than what I've said. You know, really? people can people can you know they can side with you or not. Now, I will say, I have been criticized in the past for driving the speed limit, but I don't drive under the speed limit. I drive the speed speed limit. If it says forty, if the speed limit says forty miles an hour, I drive forty miles an hour. If the speed limit says sixty, I'll drive sixty. You know, you, however, took some fairly big liberties, in my opinion. I I, so, I object to the fact that you say I was driving fifty five down river road i really don't i know I, I know for a fact that you did because if i wasn't going 55 i would not have been keeping up with you yeah and your speedometer could be wrong there's no proof i want that speedometer checked yeah okay so we end up making it to raw eventually um 
you know, I mean, we got there fast enough. There's no doubt about that. But then we certainly had to sit in line after that to get to. Well, we would have had to sit in line anyway. Don't make it sound like it was my fault we sat in line. No, it's not your fault we sat in line. I just, we would have anyway. And we didn't need to, like, you know, risk people's lives just to, you know, get our asses to, to the Allstate Arena to make sure we were there for the very second that Raw started. You know, I mean, you know. But anyway, uh, so we get to Raw. We get parked, we get inside. So the big thing that night, you know, it's, we're, we're, we're looking at like uh, mania coming up and thinking, you know, Cody Rhodes is signed with the company. It's, it's more or less been publicly official and we're expecting that he's going to come out. I would say that the show overall, I mean, first of all, we had uh, excellent seats. Um, I mean, seats. I would say those are the second best seats I've ever had going to see raw before. Uh, we were facing the hard cam, so there's a few times where I have seen us on on the show, um, and uh, it was a good. Uh, I'd say just all the matches, top to bottom, were really good shows, good production, everything was fun. Uh, John and I had a good time, and uh, but the big reveal, you know, at the end, you know, Seth Rollins is looking for an opponent for WrestleMania, and the rumor was is that he was going to end up facing Cody Rhodes. So people were chanting for Cody and trying to, you know, hopefully, you know, that, that he would show up for it and everything. But um, so at the very end, uh, Seth Rollins is in a match with, uh, gee, I don't AJ. remember, AJ, AJ Styles. Yeah, you're right. And uh, during the end of the match, Edge comes out and DQs the match. The second that happens, I know there's no way that Cody Rhodes is coming out. Now, you and I, as good as our seats were, we're like dead center in the middle of a row of people. And I knew that we were on the south end of the place when we needed to be on the north end or, or vice versa. Oh, way, yeah. yeah, we were on the north end. We needed to be on the south end to get out to our cars. I'm normally okay with leaving a, like a few minutes early just to get out and get to the car and take off. But if Cody Rhodes had shown up, I would have stuck around. The second Edge came out, I looked at you and I was like, "All right, let's get the hell out of here." So, and you were like, "Okay." And our role was it, kudos to you, but our role was not happy with us. No, the people in the row were not happy. I you you said that like somebody looked at you and said, "Really?" You know, or something like that. Yeah. But we yeah. were moving right. Like, I didn't stop to talk to the guy. <laughs> I just kept moving. Well, here's the thing. One of the guys was one of those guys who had, like, nine posters with him or something yeah. like that, you know, or, you know, or signs with him. And 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 God love him because there's not enough people who bring signs to shows anymore. So I give him, I give him credit for that. But, you know, like, I've also been that guy where I've got, like, three posters. I'm carrying two belts. You know, it's like, yeah, you, you know, you overload yourself, and it really is not logistically sound to do that to yourself, you know, when you're at a show. And I'm sorry. Why would you, know? you bring a belt to a wrestling show? I don't know. Well, see, here's the thing. Back in the day, like, when I, when I did it, it was a, more of a rarity because not many people had them. You know, because they were three, five, they're like 350 to 400 bucks. A right. Piece. So if you had yeah. a belt, it was a big deal. But nowadays, everybody's got belts. You yeah. know, so like now I don't bother doing it. But if you look at like pictures of me going to shows back in the day, I used to bring my belts all the time. And I'd have people who stopped and wanted to take pictures with the belts or take pictures with me with the belts and things like that. You know, I mean, it's so, you know, it was an attention grabber. I mean, for sure. And, right. But uh, back in the day, but now, 
But nowadays, no, there's no reason to. And there's some people who bring like, you know, like six belts, like their Ultimo Dragon or something like that. You know, I mean, it just it just it's it's gotten out of hand at this point. There's no reason to. I, I, I still believe in the signs and I think that the bringing signs to the shows are great. When I think about I the, the best. Well, I don't know. I just think about, you know, back in the day, like if you look at the Attitude Era, like when Monday Night Raw would kick off and they'd show the crowd, I mean, all you'd see are just signs and flashing cameras, you know, and it gave it such an energy and really made it seem like, holy shit, like it, the, the, the energy and the electricity in the crowd was just so great. And now you don't have that because technology has gone beyond people having flash cameras and, and stuff. And not many people are making signs anymore. I agree that signs suck when there's some asshole sitting in front of you holding up a sign and you can't see in front of you. You know, I get that entirely. Um, but at the same time, I think it's good to have. Now, that being said, the guy in our row who had like nine signs with him and was bitching about having to stand up so that we could get by... Well, I only have so much sympathy for you. You bring that much shit with you. You got to expect that it's going to kind of be a pain in the ass, you know. And the so, show's over, right? And so, and 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 I was like, I I was like, let's get the hell out of here. If for some reason Cody Rhodes shows up, we'll hear about it. You know, we'll hear the sound or something like that, and we'll stop and poke our head in the curtain. But it didn't happen, so we ran out and we got out of there, and we just. Like like the Millennium Falcon at the end of uh, the first Star Wars, we just blew out of the Death Star before that thing, you know, exploded, and we got we got out there. So yeah, didn't I text you? I, like I got home in record time, and I wasn't speeding. I got home in like eighteen minutes. Yeah, see that I ever I, I that I don't know if I if I believe, but uh, you know, that I was you home that fast. Or no, that speed? you were no, I believe you were home that fast. I don't know that I believe that you weren't speeding, but. Um, but yeah, I, it was, yeah, we got out of there pretty quick though. And, and, and I was happy about that. That was a good call on your part. I give you credit. Yeah. I mean, as soon as Edge came out, I was like, all right, this is done. Let's go. You yeah. know, and like, I knew that I, I didn't, I knew there was like nothing like groundbreaking that was going to happen that, you know, we were going to miss but, like a historic moment of some sort, you know, but let's not bury the lead. They, they dropped the ball. Cody Rhodes should have debuted that night. The pop he would have got, it would have been tremendous. Yeah, he got a pop at WrestleMania, but I don't know. I, I think it, it. I think it was a wasted opportunity. I, I, I don't know. I go back and forth on it. I, I do think that just a little bit of buildup would have been nice. And if you're going to debut, Chicago is certainly the place to do it. So, um, or re-debut, I guess in his case, but. Either way, it is what it is. So, uh, so to to kind of carry the story a little bit forward, um, after years uh, and many invitations, uh, John actually came over to my place for a pay per view uh, on on the first night of WrestleMania on that Saturday night, and. Uh, I gotta say, my my friends who who met John and saw him, uh, basically the general consensus was like, they just were asking me. They're like, you know, is he talk to you like this all the time? I mean, is he really, <laughs> is he really is he like this to you all the time? I mean, they just they couldn't they couldn't get over the abuse, 
and the, the, the condescending attitude that I endure. And I was just like, yeah, you know, I didn't, they're like, well, why do you put up with it? And I'm like, you know, I don't know. It's like, John's oh, like this a, is fiction at its best. I'm like, John's like a stopped clock. You know, it's like, I'm just, I'm trying to help him out. I'm trying to wind him back up and, and get the, I, 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 have, I wow. see, I see potential in the guy and, and it's just, it's like the machine wow. is there, but he needs to, you know, you gotta put that key in the back and like wind it up and like get it going. And, you know, it's like part of part of that process is just letting him, you know, you know, be John and just, you know, complain about petty things and make small insults that don't add up to anything. I don't think I complained about anything. Um, you know, I have made some chili. This guy was not a guy. He didn't want to eat my chili. Well, I don't uh, eat meat. I don't uh, eat beef. Was I supposed to eat it and then, you know, sit on your toilet for the rest of the night? Well, you know, I don't, I don't know. And then, you know, it, it just, you know, general conversation, you know, the guy just, you know, any shot this guy could take at me, any shot he could take at me. And you, of course, took but, no shots at me. No, You're I was, look, I, I am a good host and my job is merely to make sure that everybody has food and drink in their hand and a smile on their face. And whatever I have to do to achieve that is, uh, is is fair game as far as I'm wow. concerned. You know, there's, so, of our four uh, listeners, there's nobody that believes what you're saying. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. So, um, but yeah, so that's basically like what's been going on lately with us. Um, it was, I will say, it was a pleasure to have you over for for WrestleMania, regardless. Well, and it was a pleasure to be there. I, I wish I could have stayed longer. We, as we, you know, as, as that my yeah, dad's been going through some issues. Yeah, but we uh, we had some old friends there, some some our pro friends. We had some of my friends. It was a good mix of people. I think everybody had yeah, good good, good people. I liked it. Yeah, we it was nice. I really enjoyed the evening. So, um, and if you asked anybody who had the chili, they'll tell you it was good. Yeah, uh, I vouch now, for that. Now, John and I, you know, recently uh, we just did an interview recently with a young man who made a. Uh, he made a uh, documentary, right? Documentary on black women wrestlers of basically of the 50s kind of era, pioneers, if you will, Chris Bornet. Yes. And uh, so here's what, I, here's what I suggest. So you and I decided we were going to watch this, this uh, movie together because we unfortunately had not gotten a chance to watch it before talking to him um but afterwards we're both psyched about it so we decided we'll get together do it so i will uh i will make a turkey chili for that night so that you and i will will be able you'll be able to sample the turkey the the turkey chili and we'll be able to watch the video so that's 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 my plan there so don't act like don't act like I don't ever try to uh, do anything for you or accommodate you. What's your question? Question: Will will you practice it first, or will that be your first attempt? Uh, I I will admit I have made the turkey chili once before. The only difference okay. in the whole thing is that I'm using ground turkey instead of ground beef. Okay. Uh, as far well, as because some people make the the white turkey chili, I don't have a preference. I'm just asking. Now everything else is the same. The only difference is the meat, and right. it, it makes such little difference. You'll. I look forward it. to this. Yes. So, uh, so turkey chili, and we're gonna watch uh, lady lady wrestlers. 
and uh, and we're going to uh, probably try to get him back on the show and report to him directly after we've watched it and uh, tell him what we think and and maybe have some further questions for him. So uh, I think uh, I think that's probably about it. I know John never has anything to talk about, so we'll uh, probably just call it a night there, right there. I mean, as usual, I've had to carry the show, but you know, this is why I'm here. So, John, let me ask you an important question. Yes. If for some reason somebody wanted to hear you say nothing and offer nothing to the conversation, where on social media could they go for an empty and blank response? They could find me anywhere at John G's Beat. Any social media or the web or YouTube. I keep it simple. But now, Tommy, you're a little more difficult, but you're probably worth the effort. Where could they find you? Well, let me tell you something, John. They can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Tommy underscore else. I have also, as I was telling you earlier, been updating my YouTube page to encompass my uh, the, the Eric St. Vaughn uh, era of Resistance Pro and all of his various matches and John G's beat interviews uh, and and participation in the John G's beat universe. I have uh, a category on there for my music, one for our uh, pinfalls show that you and I also do. Uh, some that relate to my brother, Professor Click, and his music, and so on and so forth. And you can find that currently at the T3 Universe on uh, YouTube. Uh, however, if we can get 21 more subscribers, I can name it something better than that. So if you're uh, listening and you want to help aid the cause, by all means, go and subscribe. That being said, well, I, would like to add, I would like to add, though, your interviews that you've done aren't all wrestling. You've done interviews for at Comic-Cons. You've done interviews with women football players for me. Yes. So if, if people are looking for your interviews. I've done some fairly inebriated interviews with women <laughs> football players. And if uh, they happen to find the bliss ones from Gnarly Jays, try to watch them in order. You can see Tommy increasingly Yes. Yes, fairly sober, getting a little deeper, straight up drunk by the time I get to Nani. So yes. that's that's where things really were off the rails. At that point, I was but entertaining I was, nonetheless. I was in party mode. So <laughs> uh that being said, John, if you would somehow try to bring us out with some respect for this episode. Everybody, thank you for listening to the John GRLs podcast. I, of course, am John G of johnspeed.com. And with me, as always, who else but Tommy else? Thank you for listening. Very good. Goodbye.